DJs need love too. That's right, baby. That's right. Back with another episode of the DJs Need Love 2 show. I go by the name of DJ Batio. And I go by the name DJ Monet. And today, this week, we got a special guest in the building. We, we got, got today, Batio. We got DJ Aladdin in the building. Yes, sir. Here. Yes, sir. I love the energy. DJ Aladdin checking in. DJs Need Love 2. How are y'all feeling? We good, man. We fresh off Invest Fest. Monet, I had to say this before we get into the interview. Monet showed up for Invest Fest. Trap showed up for Invest Fest. We killed it. DJs Need Love 2 took over Atlanta. And boy, it's up from here now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's up. Yes, it's sir. up. Y'all, y'all learn a lot about investing or what? Yeah. Yeah, or yeah. It's all busy DJing. Both. Both. You know what I'm saying? Both. Learn some side hustles outside of DJing. That's right, okay. man. Okay. Keep okay, keep I mean, keep the, the wheel in motion. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Yeah, yes, sir. I see. I mean, y'all are doing great. The, this podcast, what you guys are doing and um, for the platform for other DJs is amazing. And it's a blessing. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Appreciate it, man, man. Let's get into it, man. What got you started DJing, bro? Man, I... You everywhere, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right. So, a little background about me. I grew up playing soccer. Okay. You know, uh, Indian background. In the Indian culture, they want you to be a doctor, mm. work in IT. Mm. Nobody in my family did music, right? Mm. So, imagine this. In college, uh, my roommate would always tell me, he's like, bro, you want to DJ? Why don't you just stop talking about it? Teach yourself. Mm. So one summer, maybe like 2017, like five, six years ago, um, I just taught myself how to DJ in the summer. And uh, I just took off with that after that. But I didn't really start DJing full time till 2019. I went okay. to Georgia Southern. Mm. Okay. And when I left the Georgia Southern, DSU. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I've gone through a lot of phases, you know what I'm saying? So like, um, I'm, I'm born and raised in Gwinnett, so mm. the North, okay. rest in peace. Shout out to the North side, baby. Um, so like I grew up in the hip hop culture, always listening to that type. And then my parents kind of like, we grew up not as we didn't, I was the only child for a minute. Mm. And then my parents had my little brother at 10 years old. Um, we got rich quick, but I seen the come up. Mm. So then, you know, I was in the suburb, suburban area, mm-hmm. uh, ended up being in a fraternity in mm. college, mm. which is so different now i'm playing mainly hip-hop music so yeah. it's crazy i've kind of gone through different cultures mm-hmm. seeing it but you kind of skipping something how does one teach himself how to dj uh okay i'm gonna be completely honest so when i first started djing in college um i just had a good playlist so I wasn't beat matching. Mm. I wasn't DJing okay. properly. Slamming records. Slamming records. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say slamming. I had a little finesse method back in the yeah. day with a little auto loop, you know, okay. kind of filter it out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And then bring in the other record, mm. and it kind of sounded Talking like... Talking DJ talk right yeah, now, yeah, Trap. That's DJ talk, yeah, Trap. Uh, finesse guy. But, you know, when I started DJing full-time, and I had a few DJ mentors... I had to get to a point where, like, I'm not getting booked at the clubs if you don't know how to beat, match, play mm. music, mix, and key. Mm. If you don't have a good mix, you're not going to get booked, you yeah. know? And still to this day, I'm learning every day. I finally got my right hand scratching down, you know? Mm. Left hand is terrible. So, like, uh, this year for me is just a learning experience. I want to become a better DJ. Mm. Um, I make beats as well, just learning. Oh, We're going to get into all that today, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Did you you know, know, I can Nino? talk y'all ear off. Did you know Nino? Yeah, Nino okay. Nino was one of the, uh, shout out DJ Nino, he's in mm-hmm. Vegas right now. Yep. Um, he was he was like one of the first DJs to kind of help me get into okay. DJing. Mm. So. Yeah, wait, just basically, let's, let's stay right there then. So let's let's, let's get to the, the DJ Flowers segment real quick. All right, since we started naming DJs. On this show, we like to give DJs their flowers, right? Okay. There was three DJs that you want to shout out that inspired you, got you to where you at. All right. Um, first DJ, I would say 
I got to give my boy DJ Nino because he showed me lo- a lot of love at Georgia Southern. Okay. And I'm very proud of him. He went from Georgia Southern to made a big move mm-hmm. in Vegas. Mm. And he's doing great things. And then, I, for, also, I want to say, I really never had a DJ mentor. Yeah. And okay. I see y'all got a dope team. That's something we can get into later. Yeah. It's, I've been dugging on my own shit. Yeah. You know, and it's it's dope. But at the same time, it's Hard. difficult, yeah. too. Yeah. With no team. Yeah. Um, the next DJ I look up to this is my favorite DJ, DJ Just. Okay. Bow Wow's official DJ. DJ Just. Just is a legend. Youngest DJ ever, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Legend, bro. And then I still, I do, I do Red Martini Thursdays. Mm. We'll have him a, a, like once or twice a month. Yeah. And just watching him, the way he just. Go crazy. Yeah. Go cra- I'm like, bro, I got to get yeah. get my chops up. And then another one, he, he has been a DJ mentor to me and helped me out. His name's DJ Young Josh. Okay. Um, I don't know if y'all have heard of him. Where you from? Uh, he's from France. Okay. Um, but he did a lot of clubs. He was doing Republic here, Red Martini. Um, but now he's like a he's a big house producer yeah. as well. So he travels around the world and mm. DJ. So shout, shout out to DJ Josh. Yeah, yeah man, that's hard, Young man. Josh, DJ Nino, and DJ Just. Man, shout out to y'all. Yep. Appreciate DJ y'all. Love too. That's right. So you DJ for Roscoe Dash. Roscoe Dash is official DJ. How did you get in that situation? How did uh, that situation come about. Yeah, shout out Roscoe Dash. Uh, shout out Roscoe single. Dash. Yeah. Legend, man, legend. Yeah. Stream the new single, Rinse and Repeat, out mm-hmm. on all platforms. Mm-hmm. You know, Roscoe about to drop the video with it, too. He's still making dope music. Yeah. So much big things in the works. Like, I can't say it's coming out itself. Um, With Roscoe, there was this artist I DJ for named it's, uh, Wix Patton. Mm. White boy kind of got an MGK look. Tatted. I don't know if y'all seen him. Yeah. Uh, he signed yeah. to Oomp Camp. Mm. Okay. And I DJ for him. And when uh, he started opening up for Roscoe, when mm. we had tour shows, yeah, um, I would be Roscoe's like alternative DJ or second DJ, mm. and I'd DJ for Wix, and then I built that relationship with Roscoe. Mm-hmm. Mm. Roscoe liked how many gigs I had in mm. the city, and I was working hard. And then the last year became the opportunity to be his official DJ. That's hard. So it's been a blessing. You know, that's one of the biggest accomplishments. You know, Roscoe's yeah. got timeless records. Yeah, turns up, no hands. Mm. Marvin Gaye, Chardonnay, his yeah, yeah, yeah. Still I know every, yo, we all play that. Man, yeah. it's fifty years of hip hop, man. So you know we celebrating hip hop. You yes, know the, the best music, the best artists. You know, so some of that music is timeless, bro. And just you know, you just being a part of it. You know, that's a blessing as a DJ, man. Right, that's what I'm saying. So like, uh, us DJs, we get to do what we love every week and make mm. a living out of it. It's mm. just, it's. I know sometimes we're so hungry to want more, mm-hmm. especially me. Even though I've only been in the game. I would say for real, four years, and mm. I've jumped a lot of steps. Yeah, and a lot of people have seen me. That even a lot of DJs will be like, "Damn, why you at this spot too, bro?" I'm mm-hmm. sorry, like they booking me for a reason, and like I, I'm so eager. Like I'm still not happy where I'm at. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like I, I just want to keep excelling in the DJ career because I want to accomplish my music dreams at a young age where I want to get into other things. Yeah. So for this interview, I wanted a lot of the viewers to like really understand what it is to be like in these nightclubs every day. You know what I'm saying? And so the question I want to ask you is, how do you really deal with these promoters, deal with the prices they give you to um, always constantly trying to get you to change music? Um, How do you really navigate that for anybody that really wants to start there? And then, you know, because nightlife is the best time. You know what I'm saying? It's, It's the best thing for the DJ. You know, it's probably not the most money-making thing for a DJ, but it's it's the best for the DJ. So how do you stay there and stay happy? Uh, man, that's a great question. So the promoter thing is tough. So I know y'all probably DJ for promoters as well. 
So I kind of stepped back for DJing for promoters as much because the bread wasn't right. You mm. got to think the uh, owners want the money, then the promoters want it, and then everybody in the club making more money than the DJ. Yeah, yeah. let's talk about it. Uh, like, how is that fair? Yeah. So I had a new thought process. So I went through, you know, I like to play hip-hop music, but I, I am in those urban mix clubs mm. that, like, I... DJ that Tongue and Groove every week for a year yeah. and stuff like that. Rest in peace, Tongue and Groove. Yeah, 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 I know yeah. they're not fucking with me right now, but yeah. it's all good, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so I kind of went a different route the last year and a half. I was like, I'm going to go to the GM and the owner yeah. and get paid by them. So there's a few clubs where I'm on direct deposit. Yeah. Yep. Ain't got to stress, and I'm getting my rate. Yeah. You know, personally, y- y'all been DJing long, too. I know y'all want, if we were talking numbers, like four or 500 yeah. a set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Atlanta, it's a saturated market. It's yeah. everyone in DJ. Yeah. They don't want to pay. They want to pay 150 200 bucks. And it's like, how is that fair? If you do the you do the math, yeah. then you're making 20 k in the night, and the DJ getting paid 150 200 yeah, We control the whole vibe. Yeah. Whole vibe. So, so do you run into problems with the promoter now? And the promoter knows that, you know, you don't even deal with him with, when it comes to uh, payment now. Do you ever run into promoters that felt the way about that? Um, I used to. So I can't even say the last year, the promoters I worked for, there's a few. So like Tuesday, Thursdays, and then some Fridays um, I work with the promoters. But I got a great relationship with them mm. where it's like um, I I don't have to deal with waiting on money. Mm. I may not get it all the way all the, the full rate I want, but mm. I have a great relationship. They're showing me mad love. Mm. It's a good opportunity. You know, nightclubs yeah. for a DJ is the best way to build your brand and right. content. 100% and agree with that. So I, right now I got a great re- relationship with promoters. Um, I, I just It's just hard to dive back in deep with other yeah. ones because it's like yeah. we're too grown to be waiting on money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. We're going to coin that phase. We too grown act to be like, waiting on money. Yeah, like DJs don't have bills. We yeah. have a life outside of this. That's right. And I mean, imagine like you at the club, right? You get paid 200 bucks. You pay 20 to park. You pay 20 for the tip to hookah. You pay 15 to Wait, tip. wait, wait, wait. It's we Aladdin paying for parking. We still paying for parking, DJs? Not, not there's, a, there's a venue or two, you know, that. It's 2023. I, this show been out for two years now. We still paying for parking. Man, some venues, yes. Jesus Christ. But I would say those venues I pay I for. I got to get crazier. I got to get crazier, Trap. I got to yeah, get a little crazy no, in the streets. Say, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, there's a lot of us DJs that they. There's $20 of park is crazy. Crazy, right? But I would say those venues that I pay 20 to park, I'm getting paid a lot to DJ. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, so yeah, I mean. Yeah, kind of balance. Yeah, if the balance is right, then right. Yeah, but if it's yeah. the ATL price that I know, 20 to park is crazy. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> Everyone's trying to come up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, bro, what? Like, 20 to park, I get pissed every time. And people ask me all the time why I do I do this show. Because everybody's trying to come up. It's times that the parking valet makes more than the DJ, bro. Like, you understand what yeah. I'm saying? Like, five times more than the DJ. The it's guy crazy. that's outside parking cars is doing, getting more money than the person that's doing the most work for everybody to make some type of money. So, you know, like, it got to be some, like, we say two, we mean everybody needs to be compensated the right way. You feel me? Hey, I agree. I agree. I mean, the bottle girl's making way more than the other, bro. That's a whole nother, they make it rain off one night, right? Yeah, man. We we invite some some bottle girls next season to to come talk. Switch it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See their perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody needs love. So, you do a lot of gigs during the week. What's your favorite right now? Mm. Um, So, I kind of changed my schedule now. Like, uh, I've been trying to get more into producing music and... I've seen for a DJ to, 
I don't want to be stuck at the same spot next year doing, not saying it's wrong doing the same spots, but yeah. I feel like I'm not growing. Yeah. I'm feeling kind of static. Yeah. So uh, Mondays and Wednesdays now, like I used to DJ six, seven nights. It's not healthy for the body, you know? Mm. You, you Let's talk about it. Drinking a little bit every yeah. night. You know what I'm saying? You got friends and family. I got a girl now spending time with them. It's mm. it's not balanced. So now I've changed my schedule to Mondays and Wednesdays. I got two days off, two nights and two days off a week. Mm. Focus on the health. Focus on the brand and other things. And it's been very beneficial because now I have those two days off. I'm still making more money than I was. You know, I got my price set yeah. where it's right. For a DJ, what does focusing on a brand look like? Man, I would say uh, last the last year I've been, I think I've been doing great with my brand. Because I've, so now like you have, I've been planning my schedule out like a month or two in advance. Mm. So then people right now, IG Reels are going crazy, right? Yeah. I don't know if y'all have seen, I've been doing my monthly DJ schedule. Yeah. And it's been helping like more people pull up on me, mm. um, doing stuff like that. I just started doing like mixed videos, yeah. but rather than just having it on my phone, get a legit photographer mm. and make it look um, dope. Yeah. Got my logo moving. So basically for a DJ, working on your brand is like content, but it's not just like, you just don't want to be posting... I, this is my recommendation. Mm. You just don't want to be posting phone content all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I do that too, you know, sometimes. But, like, legit, you know, camera quality content. Is, Pro content. Yeah. Like the DJs need love too, show. Hey, I'm the content yeah. queen. Yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah this, is, this is dope. Yeah. This is amazing, man. We're going to get into the second segment. It's called Would You Rather. So, Batty's going to ask you a series of questions. All you have to do is pretty much just say whatever comes off your head. All right. First thing that comes to your head. First thing that comes to your head, you cannot think about it, all right? All right. You ready? You'd rather get paid in a check or cash app? Cash app. Title or record pool? Record pool. Mentor or no mentor? Mentor. Reggae or Afro? Afro. Afro or ammo? Afro. Vinyls or controllers? <sighs> DJ mm, in a strip club or nightclubs? Uh, nightclubs. Lounges or regular clubs? Regular clubs. Do you rather work with a host or not a host? Host. Do you DJ with headphones or no headphones? Headphones. Yeah. Okay, so you said record pools. Can you give, uh, like, three record pools that you use right now? Yes, I use uh, BPM Supreme. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, DJ City and Headliner Music Club. Okay. And uh, BPM Supreme I would recommend for, like, hip-hop. They have a lot of hip-hop records, mm -hmm. new records. Obviously, um, use YouTube MP3 converter, mm -hmm. you know. But the quality is not that great, yeah. you know, so you guys know that. So let's talk about the quality on the on the um, MP3 converter, because I think that's very important for DJs to know. You're like, when you're doing, like, big stuff, you know, even me um, doing, like, a big, big event, people will tell you that that didn't sound good, you know what I'm saying? And then, yeah. like, when you're dealing with, like, pro pro equipment, like, mm -hmm. you have, like, a whole backstage, they're going, like, yo, that song was jumping. And it's important for DJs to know that you don't really want to base your whole library off of YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And another thing, before, right, let's get into that first. My mind would be a million places. Um, I would agree. So YouTube MP3, the quality on YouTube is not good. So I always find try to find the official audio Yeah. Uh, rather than the music video. Mm. Um, you want to find the official audio by the artist. Gems the right there. Yeah. Um, because it's like, otherwise, then you EQ and you adjusting on your Serato or whatever software you use, adjusting the volume on the record, and it sounds crazy. And then you at the venues, they're like, what? Why is it, you know? Yeah. So I, I try to avoid the YouTube route, but mm -hmm. if I find an official audio um, by the artist, it sounds almost as good as the record. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what y'all think about that, but. 
No, I agree with yeah, that. I man. try not to use the music videos because sometimes music videos have skits. In yeah, it. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it, yeah. It's, it's like how you find the one with the vote. Like, You're not a real DJ if you didn't get caught and they was talking in the middle of the club. You're like, oh, this nigga played the motherfucking audio, the video one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I see a lot of DJs now. A lot of, I wouldn't even say new DJs, or a lot of DJs in general use Tidal. They're mm-hmm. like, you got Wi Fi? I'm like, bro, I'm old fashioned. I'm. Have downloading the record, but, but let's talk about it because right. we're we gonna start a conversation right now. I am, I love titles out the title, I'm anti title. I, I love owning your music, download it. You know, if you're gonna use the um record pools, use the record pools. But I run into a lot of people that just title, 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 title. I'm with y'all. I am anti title. I don't even got it on my my girl, know how to DJ a little bit. She got title, but I don't even have it on yeah. my so like, I don't even. Pay for the subscription on it because I'm I I believe in owning the music and downloading it because mm. that way you don't have to worry if the Wi-Fi or the connection not right and then the song got to load through title yeah. mm-hmm. and then it analyzes the record late yep. and you don't even see the BPM and it's stressful like yeah. why were you even but let me give you a gem about title if you are doing like a cabernet something like that in New York big state um, you have to be licensed to play music and if you use the title music. You're safe to play it. That's just the only benefit that I've learned about using title. Oh, because yeah, yeah, when you do a cabinet, you know when you can't touch the women, yeah, okay, you have to yeah. be a licensed DJ to even DJ in there. Uh-huh. So they are uh, they benefit from using you know those type of um, streams like that. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying because it's protected. It's protected. Hey, you get y'all giving DJs need love too. They giving out gems. Yeah, yeah. That's what we doing it, man. Have you ever had a situation where your equipment just failed on you, like in the middle of a gig? Ooh, man, I would say. Really, the only time that sticks out to me, it was my first DJ, my first wedding ever. Mm. Um, and, like, the, I guess the, maybe it was too much power with the mic mm. and the song, songs playing, and it just went out. As you know, weddings, when they announce, when you're announcing the wedding party, mm-hmm. imagine you announcing and introducing the wedding party, mm. the sound went out. Mm. And it was just, like, mortifying because it's, like, First wedding ever. Yeah. And, like, I try to apl- apologize to the bride, bride-to-be, and I could tell she was upset, barely, like, yeah. dapped me up. And I was like, ah. Since then, I've done a DJ a lot of weddings, and I've just kind of never liked DJing weddings, you know? Yeah. Thank you for being honest, because yeah. sometimes these DJs get on the show, and you hear the other podcasts, and they just act like they never, ever made a mistake. You know, you deal oh, with man. equipment, like, things like this happen. So, you said you don't, you try to uh, stay away from weddings? So... Weddings are, like, guess there's a lot of DJs that DJ only weddings, and yeah. they make a, more of a living than nightclub DJs. Yeah. And weddings is a great way, like, a high source of income for mm. DJs. But I, I believe I don't enjoy it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You okay. see a lot of these wedding DJs, they got a team carrying equipment. Yeah. Bro, I'm sweating in the suit, carrying two, yeah. two speakers yeah. at once, and then you got to set up at one area for the ceremony, yeah. another area for the reception, maybe another area for the cocktail. Bro, I don't got time yeah. for that. You know, like a 10-hour day talking to them. Don't get me wrong. I got a few weddings I'm DJing next year for, like, some of my close friends. Mm-hmm. And I'll do it just for that, but try to avoid the wedding route. Now. Well, I think that's a good segue for my business. I have a business uh, it's called DJ Assist. And okay. for those reasons like that, we go and set up everything for the DJ. All you have to do is just plug in your laptop. Oh, wow. For reasons just like that. I've been DJing weddings since I've been DJing, yeah. and I know that you be sweaty as hell. Sometimes you don't even feel like DJing a wedding once yeah, you finish setting yeah. up. So that's when we're going to come in. We're going to set everything up. We'll probably go to your crib, pick up your equipment. Oh, wow. If you want to use our equipment, you can use ours. And, um, yeah. 
app in. Yeah, I might tap in. What's yeah, it called? DJ. He's called DJ Assist. Yeah, DJ it's gonna be a whole app and everything. You know, DJs need love too. Show. That's that's a genius idea. Definitely need that. Cause and then the other thing with weddings, last thing is like the reception. So say if the bride and groom, you know, they give you the playlist kind of idea of what yeah. they want to hear. The music is not good what they want, and it's just like, bro, how you catch a vibe? Yeah. You know? yeah. And it's like all different wide ranges of like age groups mm-hmm. at weddings. Like the older people want to dance, yeah. and the younger people want to dance. So it's like kind of fine. It's not easy. Oh, That's yeah. why the price point, because you know, in your invoice, it, says, it should say something like experience. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you got the people that's going to want you, yo, can you play Little Baby? But it's a. 80-year-old woman over there right there. You got to be able to maintain yeah. the vibe. So it's a lot of pressure on DJing weddings, man. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So what do you enjoy most right now about being a DJ? Uh, I question. would say, like, being able to, like, DJing for Roscoe was dope, like, traveling in different cities mm. and getting paid and, you know, experiencing bigger crowds. Um, I like, I feel like more of a DJ, I'm an entertainer. Like, I like to be on the mic. Mm. Um, I said I do like hosts better because... When you do have a host at a club, it takes a lot of pressure off. Yeah, you just literally a just good host, right? A good host. Yeah. Um, but I personally, I, I man, I'm itching for like a ten thousand, twenty thousand people crowd, hundred thousand. Yeah. Like I, best thing about me, like I would say about DJing is like performing in front of a big crowd or just yeah. getting a lot of people to just vibe with your music. What's the hottest song right now that you're playing? Mm. Number one song. Uh, to the bathroom. Man, it changes just... every week. So right now, Sexy Red's going crazy, right? Yep. Looking God for the whole damn, ski, Sexy Red. Ski, Sexy Red going crazy, you know? <laughs> Is so. that the song of the summer? I would say so. Not for me. I don't know. That's Sexy like, Red, man. man. The team is working over there, man. You taking your girl to the Sexy Red concert? I don't, I don't know if that's a good environment. I don't see not <laughs> like Sexy Red anyways. I, I feel like uh, somebody just asked me, what's your favorite song right now? I don't have one. There's just too many you got to keep up with, mm-hmm. like. Literally, I got three gigs a night. I'm about to go home and download, get my crates organized, get prepared. There's so many songs people want to hear. You got to keep up. But right now, I guess, looking for the whole ski. Mm-hmm. She, she going crazy yeah, right now. Crazy. So a real DJ question based off what you just said. How do you prepare for your gigs being busy, having family, even having to download music, putting them in crates? Do you crate? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so, creating is a process. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I, I, I'm gonna be, I'm an honest man. So I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I need to put more time in, uh, before my sets, like bigger sets. At least at the club, you mm-hmm. closing and stuff. Opening is not as pressure as much pressure. Yeah. At least organize my crate for that night. Have my music, kind of the flow where I'm gonna go. Yeah. But I would say I always have like. Say I put my crate under the name of the club I'm DJing at all the time. Mm. New hip hop. Yeah. Things for the ladies. You know, we all have different names for our crates, mm-hmm. but I kind of ha- have different genres, Afro beats, Latin, you know, um, new hip-hop, older hip-hop, R&B. Mm. Kind of have crates organized where, like, no matter what, I, I'm, I'm good for the set. I know where to go. But I would say for DJs, if you have a lot of gigs, it's tough to prepare for your sets all the time, but you should because that will excel your sets and make your performance better. You do have a lot of DJing gigs. How do you stay away from playing the same songs like every week? Mm. Like, how do you keep it fresh? Because mm. these people that be like, they go to the club like, oh, he about to play this right next. Watch, 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 watch. I, yeah. So thankfully, I haven't nobody saying that about me yet. I <laughs> yeah. hope not. You know what I'm saying? You know, sometimes you might get lazy. By yeah. your fu- but I would say for me at least, Tuesdays, um, 
primarily I like to play hip hop. I consider myself open format because mm-hmm. I've DJed all types of venues in Atlanta, all yeah. types of clubs. Um, Tuesdays I do like an Afrobeat reggae club, mm-hmm. so it keeps me away from the hip hop. Um, and then just throughout the week, I have different type of gigs where it's different type of music. So kind of helps me in different crowds. Yeah. It's not coming the same people. So you kind of just kind of switch it up. And if you play the same set, you get bored. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Obviously I got the same type of mixes you want to run every time. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it sounds, it's my unique mix with two different songs that I do, but, um, kind of just. I have different venues, different crowds, so it helps. So recently, Jermaine Dupri uh, made a post about DJs pay in Atlanta, specifically. You know, um, you DJ for artists and you do big events. How do you stay away from that number? And what? All right, so I'm let me question it differently. How do you set yourself apart to stay away from that number and still be outside every day? Um, you just gotta ex- think that like. Uh, DJing for artists and tour shows, that number, you're getting a high number for a low amount of time. And you're not really even playing records on your own. You're just playing the artist record. Mm-hmm. So that number is like, think of it like you going on, like you touring, celebrity DJing, right? And then in the club, you kind of locally here. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you want to have a flat rate. I mean, personally, if we want to talk numbers, I really want four, five hundred, three hour set, you yeah. know? But in Atlanta, are we getting that every time? Yeah. No. So it's like sometimes you have to take a sack. People were always like, oh, we all need DJs go on strike to get our price. Yes. But if you do that, there's a, there's Another a hundred. Yeah. So it's like, bro, do you want to sacrifice losing money and not being able to pay your bills and live your lifestyle or sacrificing a little low on the price to be able to afford what you need to pay for and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but I do have my set rates, at least during the week. I, if I take less money, it's okay. But on the weekend, I feel like I bring people out. I mm-hmm. entertain to the crowd. I'm kind of set on my rate, like at least 350 yeah. on the weekend for a few hours set. I need that. Or, I, you know, there's no point in going to the club. Well, I'm going to so. speak to the number. I feel like if you're one of those DJs and, you know, you're really good, but you bring people out. You know, like, you're actually selling the club. You're selling some sections, you know. You're bringing bodies to the club. You should be at the fifth, five, four or five. Man. Off man. top. In Atlanta? Yeah. Because you got to understand how much money is being made already. So now it's about value. You know what I'm saying? So if you're one of those DJs that really post and, you know, get people to come see you, yeah, you should be in the four or fives. You know, I'm gonna put that out there. You definitely should be in the four or fives. I agree, my brother. You know because, what I'm saying, bro? Because if you could be basic and you just come there and play, cool. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Get your regular rate. You know what I mean. Yeah. And you're good. But if you bringing people out, selling sections, because that's the promoter job. Yup. You know yep. what I'm saying. So I agree, and I've kind of been. So I, there's clubs. I've I, you know we're not saying names where I made promoters that were never promoters in their life, promoters, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine that. And then I there's a few times I sell out the club selling sections myself. Mm-hmm. And I would uh, I would say I appreciate the club at least giving me money for selling those sections, mm-hmm. but I kind of kind of hinted away from doing all the extra shit from the club and now just book me to DJ. I love and it. If if I had an opportunity where it just happened to sell a section that night get extra bread, dope. Yeah. Now I don't have time for it yeah. and it's like the venue don't really respect you. Yeah. Because it's like you going through the promoter and then you going through the owner. Mm. So it's like, why get yourself, I used to get upset about not getting a certain amount of pay or the respect mm-hmm. or, oh, 
there's a celebrity coming in and mm-hmm. I'm doing the opening set, younger me will get so upset. And mm-hmm. now I'm just like, ah, is what it is. If you let it affect you, then yeah. you're wasting time on your own growth. Good mindset. So why do DJs need love? Yeah. Man, us DJs need so much love because it's like you guys are going out. We curate into y'all's vibe. Y'all having a great, um, y'all enjoying yourself at our expense. And when we're taking a hit on a lot of things, DJs don't get love from artists. We don't get love from promoters, owners. Not saying artists don't. Just I feel like there's a lot of, there's so much expectation on DJs mm-hmm. where not only are we not getting confiscated for our time or getting our rate, like the high rate we want, yeah. um, they're not getting the respect either. Yeah, You know, it's like we, I personally, like artists come to me, if I'm friends with you, I won't even charge. This is crazy. I know, I don't know if y'all, y'all probably charge per record, right? Yeah. Me, and we get paid by labels now to play records mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. got a real budget. Yeah. Me, I'm so nice. If I can fit it in, during the set, I'll play my artist's song just to show you love. But I just feel like DJs in the city, um, in Atlanta, I don't know if it's different in other <laughs> city. You know, I've been here my whole life. At least in Atlanta, we're not appreciated. Yeah. And I know y'all started this podcast because mm-hmm. y'all felt the same way. Yeah. So, long story short, I, I can talk y'all's ear off. I'm going to just say DJs are not appreciated in Atlanta as much as they should be. Yeah. That, that, What's your favorite city right now to DJ in? Uh, I would say I, I haven't had crazy opportunities. Maybe like a few gigs. L.A. 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 LA is the type of vibe I'm trying. I would say Miami. Do they take taxes out of your pay on the West Coast? Entertainment taxes, right? Uh, shit. I was getting cash out. So, okay, you know. Okay. Uh, oh, shit. We took about that uh, another episode. Yeah, yeah, another episode. We don't want the IRS. <laughs> I mean, I, man, nah, that's, I a whole, that's a whole other combo. But <laughs> I would say LA and uh, there's a few other cities I want to tap in. Miami, I liked. I've had a few opportunities in Miami. But Miami is more house music mm-hmm. and reggaeton, Latin. And I like to play hip-hop music. I know y'all do, too. Not saying there's not opportunities there in mm-hmm. Miami for that, but... Uh, Miami's more so in like the island type and house music is worldwide. So now I'm kind of trying to get into more house music because it's hard to get booked out of Atlanta. Yeah. If you're not, not just being open format, really EDM. Yeah. And playing house music is worldwide. So I'm like, man, and now, which is crazy. I felt like I'm not a hip hop DJ all Mm. the way. I do feel like I'm open format and I've played at so many different clubs, but I, I don't get booked in Atlanta at these like. EDM spots or yeah. other spots like DJ and they are out here and they because th- they say I'm a hip hop DJ I'm like bro what yeah. it's like, the chain yeah <laughs> oh the chain yep yeah. <laughs> so just basically off, just piggyback off of that what else do you have coming up uh, and where do you see yourself in the next five years in the DJ business I have okay I have some shows coming up out of state dope shows um, a lot of gigs here. I started working with this agency beat gig to help mm. you travel and DJ. Mm-hmm. Y'all need love. Try to put y'all on on that as well. I just got the plug. Yeah. 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 Wait, wait. So now, boom. Another question. What is the pros and cons of working with a DJ uh, agency? Okay. The DJ agency, the pros are that they you go, everything's through the app. So they make you the flyer. Mm-hmm. They direct deposit. Beat kid, free promo. I need more opportunities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they... It's so organized, and mm. they they pay your higher rate that you want. Mm. The cons I would say is it's not as good as a club crowd. It's not as good as your br- good yeah. for your brand mm-hmm. and for the content. 
but everything else is organized. Like you mm. don't have to go deal, go and find, getting the check, right? Yeah. Getting the cash app. Mm. You don't have to wait for the flyer. Flyer's mm. already made. Mm. Everything's through the app, and it's very organized. See that? DJs need love, too. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, yo, that was another episode of the DJs Need Love 2 show, man. I want to thank my guy for coming through, man. Thank you. Yo, you dropped a lot of gems, man. A lot of people are going to appreciate this episode, man, because it's so many different ways of getting money in this DJ business. And you know, this is why we do it. You know what I'm saying? So, I go by the name of DJ Batio. And I'm DJ Monet. That's DJ Aladdin DJ right Aladdin there. Checking out. Appreciate y'all. Make sure you hit that subscribe button right there.